you have our poll results. I can get it. And we're live here on, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, now we're live. Okay. All right. We're live here on Facebook. like to welcome those listening in podcast land and everyone watching on YouTube, as well as Rich, by the way. We are in the same location this week. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. How you doing, Rich? I'm doing good. Uh, escaping the snowmageddon that we got in the quad that's going on in the Quad Cities now. Yeah. Currently. The one problem, though, is you are in for frigid temperatures, as our high here in Esterville is going to be around negative two. I'll take that over having to go outside and shovel snow, though. Okay. Uh, I have a snowblower and a plow on a John on a John Deere tractor. I don't really deal with that much snow. Mm. So, okay, uh, we have a good show and a sad show and all in one show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get to it. Uh, we are going to talk about the year in review. Um. Yeah, sad news to talk about on that front, especially. Uh, and then um, national uh, national championship semifinals. Yes, as well as two weeks of coverage on the NFL since we took last week off. I think we're gonna have to make that a make that a an annual thing. I kind of like having that uh, that break for Christmas of, instead of having to kind of scramble to figure out what day we're gonna record. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was nice. With or without, uh, e- even if, if, if uh, Christmas doesn't fall on a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Because weekends tend to get busy around Christmas. So. They do. Um, but we are here today, and we'd like to welcome all of you guys. And Rich, let these people know what it's time to do. It's time to roll the intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Bald and Stick the Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. All right, and we are back as Mikey gave me a little hand gesture that the intro is over since we can't hear it over the microphones. Uh, so, Mike, we had a poll question that went two weeks yep. since we didn't do an episode this week. So, while you're bringing that up on the Facebook page... Uh, the poll was barbecue ribs or pulled pork uh, for your tailgate. Um, I, I went with pulled pork, Mike. What, what did you go with? Uh, I went with pulled pork as well. All right. I mean, I've always kind of viewed barbecue ribs as kind of like something that you got to sit down and have a table with. I agree. I, I think it can get messy. Your hands get messy, Your which can cause your... Um, what you're wearing to get messy at times. And cleaning up afterwards is always a pain. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I agree. Pulled pork is where it's at, and uh, that's where we both vote, voted. By the way, 12 people voted in favor of pulled pork this week. Three votes for barbecue ribs. Mm-hmm. Your father-in-law, my mother, and Matt Erickson, friend of the show, uh, all voted for ribs i don't know if they got that this was supposed to be for tailgating and not for necessarily just everyday eating but it, it's all good because it could go down with a because we did have to lay that caveat that it is sometimes couch gating as well not just taking them and taking them to the stadium to have um before you go into the game um so this week's poll, which will go live once we get off of the air, will be pork chops versus chicken wings. Oh, yeah. And then based on how that poll goes, then we will know how the seating will start for the next round. So, nice. So next week's, so two weeks of poll will, will be determined um, after we know the results of pork chops and chicken wings. Okay. Um so, uh, let's get into the NFL. We have a lot to talk about with the NFL. We do. We have two whole weeks of review and a week of uh, preview. So, mm-hmm. we'll start in week 15 where the Bears played the Vikings. We both thought the Bears would come out on top. They probably should have. Um, but, alas, the Vikings come out victorious, leaving the Bears record that week to four and ten 
Rich, you are sitting at nine and five in picks, and I am sitting at ten and four. Yes, the lock of the week. Um, my record of picking the Bengal, the Buccaneers as a lock continues to be a curse for me, as the Buccaneers lost nine to nothing to yeah. the Saints. Yeah, that was a surprising I, game. I, I was really. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably shouldn't. We I should uh, I should probably tag Tom Brady and he'll probably pay you to not pick them <laughs> as uh, as that that's not just not been working for him. No, no, no. That was a low scoring game, but he did have a lot of his normal weapons out. I'd say lost yeah. Chris Godwin for the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Evans that got a, injured. Ooh, yeah. That so he Chris... was based. I think he was basically down to the Ro- second string running back Rojo. Yep. And um, Gronkowski and some lesser known wide receivers. Yeah. So good but on he's, the Saints defense. Though. I mean, he's done more with less. He has. So yeah. I don't, it, either way, I mean, it's it's still one of those things. They're going to you can't win them all. No. Uh, and the Saints have always been a little bit of a thorn in the side of the Buccaneers organization. Always. Before Brady got there, mm-hmm. it had been and it's it's continued with Brady being there. Um the, a lot of times you hear, well, that's our Super Bowl. That kind of feels like the Saints mm-hmm. Super Bowl, especially this year, as bad as the Saints are doing. This feels like their Super Bowl. Yeah. Did you see the meme that when uh, Tom Brady threw the tablet, they uh, even the tablet got picked off as, as they had a, a Saints player come in there and grab the tablet? Oh, man. Um, I did not see it, but I like it. Uh, I picked the Bills over the Panthers that week. As the Bills beat the Panthers 31-14. to Upset special, Rich, you picked the Raiders over the Browns. You got it right as the Raiders win 16-14. to Such a close game. Mm-hmm. Good game. Uh, outcome in your favor, making you 5-10 and that week. And then I picked the Broncos over the Bengals. Yes, you did. And the Bengals won 15-10. to 10. Rich, how was Thursday night football that week? Thursday night football saw the Titans beat the 49ers on a last-second game-winning field goal. So you got that one right, improving your Thursday and uh, improving, ending your Thursday night football record at 15-3. and three. I had the 49ers in that game, and they... And so I end Thursday night football at 14 and four. So Rich, you on that day said, <clears throat> excuse me, you said that day you thought that it, you, you weren't, you were picking it as a way to differentiate who would win and who would take the lead. But you also liked the 49ers. Was it a, did you feel confident in that pick or was it just you wanting to be a different pick than I did? No, I, I really did feel good about the, the 49ers. They were on a hot streak and I guess Jimmy G just had a bad night. And I think he also got partially injured in that game as well. Yes. He's out this coming week. He's going to, they're going to start rookie Trey Lance against the Texans this week. So he got, he had a thumb injury. So he was playing injured in that game. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, good game. I mean, it, anytime it comes down to a last second field goal, it's always a good game mm-hmm. and uh good to see the Titans win helps me out a bit. Then we move on to week 16 where the bears and the Seahawks play the Seahawks lost at home. Yeah. I mean, think about it five years ago. That was unheard of. Mm-hmm. Now it's not a common thing. They they actually lose more games at home than on the road. Yeah, and it was with third string quarterback Nick Foles. Yeah, under Nick Foles. Center. Uh, the Bears win twenty five to twenty four over the Seahawks. You and I both picked the Seahawks. We rightfully are, so. I mean, hundred percent. Which means the Bears are five and ten on the year. I am ten and five. Rich, you are nine and six. But in all fairness, if they hadn't gotten that two point conversion, oh yeah, to get the lead, yeah, no harm, no foul. Yeah. I mean, I don't think at this point the Bears have anything to lose. Nope. So nope. why not? You got no nothing to lose. No reason to not go for it. Um, no amount of wins these final three weeks is going to save Matt Nagy's job. It might save Ryan Pace's job, but not Matt Nagy's. So yeah. Why not? 
good for the Bears on making that last two point conversion call. Yep, um, and getting a crisp, giving a Christmas present to Bears fans everywhere. Yeah, uh, the lock of the week, Rich. You picked the Chiefs over the Steelers correctly mm-hmm. as the Chiefs win thirty six to ten. Rich, who did I pick? Uh, you picked the Rams over the Vikings, and the Rams pulled out a victory, winning thirty to twenty three. Uh, making me 12-4 on locks. You're 13-3. The upset special. Mike, you're upset, which you chose not to change before yeah. Week 16 kicked off. Saw you picked the Jaguars over the Jets. The J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 pulled out a win, 26-21, dropping you to 6-10. and 10. I changed my upset pick and put it on the comment thread. As yep. we agreed. Yep. And I chose the Colts over the Cardinals. The Colts won 22-16. to 16. Your original upset was? The Broncos over the Raiders. And how'd that go? I believe the Raiders won that game. I think they did, too. Um, okay. I mean, we're both 6-10. Six and, six and ten, mm-hmm. Not doing great on upsets. But that's kind of the idea. We're picking teams that we expect sh- that probably should lose. But we're saying this is, if there's going to be an upset, this will likely be the upset for the week. Now, we are heading into the second to last game of the year. Week 17, we're used to this being the end. We get one extra week. Oh, yeah, you got to tell Um why, why don't we go to the pick before we go into week 17? You, you had to bring that up. Oh, I did. Man. I had to. I finally picked up some ground on you. Yeah. Uh, we did not think this would happen. And... Uh, yeah, weekly performance, Rich. You won two weeks in a row, earning a 12 and a 13 on weeks that I did 7 and 9. Yeah. How did uh, – so did you finish third in both weeks? Finished third in one week. The other okay. week I, I, I kept I kept a one-game win over Midget Nation JR, thanks for participating yet again. Um, week 17, folks. Uh, we're going to, we have two more weeks. Um, Rich, you are behind me by one game. Yes, sir. One game. Really pick it up. And the, and the, and the fun won't stop at the re- when the regular season ends, it is, as it will continue into the playoffs as yep. well. So don't forget to, uh, so Midget Nation. Don't forget to make your picks we will, for the playoffs. We will crown a uh, regular season champion. Uh, we might, we maybe we'll try to come up with a prize of some sort. Who knows? We'll see. Anyway, that is where we stand there. And uh, yeah, um, heading into Week Seventeen, mm-hmm. Rich, the Bears have the Giants. How confident you feel on that one? The Giants are playing, I think, worse than the Bears. Yep. But this week, the Giants can't lose. No. If they lose to the Bears, their own draft pick improves. If they beat the Bears, the Bears' draft pick, which goes to the Giants, improves. Yeah. Yeah, they are in a no-lose situation. I still think the Bears win. Yeah, so, so do I. Okay, lock of the week. It is an odd week. The last odd week of the year. I get to make the first pick. I'm picking the Bucks over the Jets. Not a bad pick. I wouldn't have made that pick because the Bucks seem to lose every time that I pick them. So I'm done picking the Buccaneers. Okay. Um, to win until they get to the playoffs. Yep. Um, when we have to pick them, when we have to pick their the matchup. Uh, so I'm I'm. I don't know how I feel about making this pick since I'm in Viking country. Yeah. But I'm going to go with the Packers over the Vikings. Okay. Kirk Cousins won't be playing because he has the COVID. Uh, got the vid. Yep. But they do get Delvin Cook back. Okay. Um, but with, without competent quarterback play, it's hard to win in the NFL. So yep. and, you're play, and you got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, upset special of the week. I'm picking the... T- Dolphins over the Titans. Uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins look like a scrappy team. 
they're entering on a good winning streak. Yeah, and the Titans, they don't look so hot right now. They're not terrible, but they're not a hot team right now. Mm. Yeah, I, I think the Titans probably, well, I think both teams need to win. They, I mean, the Titans yeah. are going for the, trying to hold off the Colts in the division. Yeah. The Dolphins are trying to stay in the wild card hunt. Yep. Not a bad pick. I like it. Um, I'm I'm going with a matchup that's kind of borderline on that fifty that fifty fifty split. Yep, it's a division game, but it also is going to be Big Ben's last home game since supposedly he's going to retire at the end of the year. I don't think the team wants to see Big Ben lose his final home game, so I'm going to go Steelers over the Browns. Though also the Browns haven't looked that good lately. Yeah, either. they've been dropping a few. Um, we are in the no Thursday night football anymore season. Yeah. So no foot, no Thursday night football to pick this week, which means that our picks uh, have are basically our 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 Thursday night uh, rankings of. Uh, I, I gave those fourteen words. and four and fifteen and three in favor of me are locked in place. I win the regular season Thursday night football. Yes, picks. I read the schedule wrong. The Bills and the Falcons did not play on Thursday this week. Do we want to make that a game that we pick anyway? We did last week, but, look, but let's not. Let's not. Okay. If there was a tiebreaker, where if maybe okay. if we needed to break a tie, we okay. could have used that. But we, let's not. Okay. Um, I'll give you the victory. You, you did you beat me fair and square on that. There's no tie the break. Yeah. Um. Let me. I do. I moved my power rankings. Or did I close my power rankings? Apparently, I closed my power rankings. All right. So power rankings. So Mike, did you make? We, we, you posted it yeah. on Christmas Day or around Christmas Day. So yep. you did make your power rankings. Um. Even on our bye week. Yep. And so did you. So did I. Yep. yep. And we we kept it up to date. Um. We'll do that again next year. That's I think that's that worked well. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week we are heading into the power rankings for week seventeen. Rich, the, you are in full. Are they making the playoffs mode at that this is, point? You don't care about anything else right now, do you? Yes, I'm sticking. I told okay. you last week that that's why that's why I chose to rank the first fourteen teams based off of playoff yep. standings. So if you didn't make the playoff, if you were not in a position to make to be in the playoffs, if the regular season had ended three weeks early, you were the highest you could go was fifteen. Yeah, but I, you know, I got a problem with that. Okay, is it too early to make to, to do that? No, I don't think it it necessarily is. But you're telling me the eight the the. I'm trying to think of a good one here. Baltimore is probably a, a good example of that. Yeah. Baltimore is better than... Philly or San Francisco. Yeah, Philly. Baltimore is better than Philly. You think Baltimore is a better team than Philadelphia. I do not. But I'm give, it's the, for me, it's this time of year where you're starting to look at the standings to see, all right, how many games are we out of the playoffs or are we in a playoff position? So do we need to win the next two games to keep the spot or do we need to, what do we need to do to make the playoffs? So I, at this point of the season, playoff positioning matters to me. So that's why I'm choosing to take this type of action. Okay. Um, I, yeah, it's going to be a rough, I did, I did it in purely looking at Mm -hmm. who I think is best. Yeah. Um, so by all it. means, I, I totally get it. Probably right when we get around, I, I'm just guessing here, but I'm going to say 10 is when we start seeing our big gaps. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Okay. But let's start at number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the green Bay Packers. Like, yeah. Is anybody, be- is anybody on the level that Aaron Rodgers is right now? Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs are starting to play like we thought they would all yeah. year. Yeah, it's it's crazy to watch them uh, coming back and becoming that team. But yeah, in the NFC. But right now, I, I you can't. Yeah, there's no reason why you don't pick the Packers to finish number one. Yeah, and if they beat the Vikings, like I think they will, they're probably going to stay at number one, regardless of what the Chiefs do. I almost wonder. Here's a, here's a question: As Green Bay, now I know that. 
being at home is huge for them. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you prefer to go to Tampa in a month? Wouldn't you prefer to go to? I guess Tampa's the only one that they they don't they. Wouldn't you prefer to go to Dallas in a couple of weeks? No, I'm I'm sorry. I think that that home field advantage in the as a as a in fan, the snow if I in was the a, cold is a big advantage for the. If Packers. I was a fan of the Packers, which I'm not, but if I was, that for me, I'd prefer to go to Dallas or Tampa for a game. As a fan. Yeah, yeah, wanting to sit out in the in a negative in the, in forty the warm degrees. weather, but it's it's going to be negative like five degrees at kickoff tomorrow. But your team knows how to play in those elements. The visiting team doesn't have as much experience. <sighs> I suppose. Um, Number two, Mike. Speaking of the Chiefs, that's where I put them. Uh, you know what? I couldn't put them there. Okay, Dallas is astounding me this year. Not a Dallas fan. Never been a Dallas fan. You always make fun of me for how low I put Dallas in the rankings. But not this year. You've been doing really well. This team is a great team. I'm shocked, by the way. The power rankings have Green Bay as number one. ELO has Green Bay as number two, uh, just so everybody knows. Um, I'm shocked at how good the Dallas Cowboys have been. they are ranked seven in the ELO, five mm. in the power rankings. You have them three. I have them two. I just gave your next step away. That's anyway. okay. Where, who'd you put at number three? Number three, I put the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. So we're not that far off. No. Number four, Mike, who'd you put? Um, Los Angeles Rams. I went with the Rams as well. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? The power rankings match that. ELO says they're at six. Um, yeah. One of their losses is to a not so great team, so I suppose I can understand that. But uh, yeah, rounding out the top five, Mike, I went with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Me too, hundred percent. I like it. Uh, ELO has them at four, and Power Rankings have them at three. So to round out your top five, the Power Rankings have Green Bay Packers, Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Los Angeles Rams, and the Dallas Cowboys. So with the power rankings and our rankings, we match up all of the top fives match. All right, Mike, let's get into the bottom half of the top 10. Okay. Number six, I went with the Buffalo bills, Tennessee Titans. Okay. Um, a little bit of a gap there. We'll get to where I put the Titans. Yeah. I had a hard time putting them there, but I feel like they kind of need to. They they still, especially if if you're going into playoff mindset. Okay. If you have to travel anywhere cold, you want a running game. And the Titans' running game has not been what it ha- what it what it had been at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. but it's still the best running game in the league right now. But the Bills have been running the football a lot better than what they have been, though. It's true. Okay. They, they have. Okay, number seven, seven, I have the Buffalo Bills. Um, I went with the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, this is this is going to be a huge difference in that pick. I'm, I'm telling you, folks, um, watching them play and the teams they have lost to the last few weeks – that has hurt them immensely. Mm. Immensely. And I, and I can see that. I Immensely. Okay. So who did you... Um, you put the Bills. Number eight, Mike, who'd you put? Number eight, I have the Baltimore Ravens. All right. I went Again, with... they're a great team. They're just in a division and a conference that is way harder. Than They've the had Ravens. a really hard schedule, too. Yeah, they have. So... Using my logic of if you're not in the playoffs, you can't be in the top 14. That's why the Ravens are not in my top 14. By the way, your reasoning is 100% valid. I'm 100% okay with your reasoning. I just didn't use it. Okay. I went with the division-leading Cincinnati Bengals. Not a bad pick there. Who beat the Ravens twice. Yeah, that's true. Uh, But... At number nine, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. 
All right. This is where I put the Titans. Okay. Not terrible. Not terrible, but... Uh, I just think the yeah. teams that I've ranked above yeah. them have played better than the Titans. Okay. In my opinion. Um, Number 10. The Indianapolis Colts. I agree. I totally agree. Okay. Now, number 11. This is where I put the Patriots. Okay. I agree. Yep. Um, now, I, I was going to keep going until we got to it, but... Uh, Why not? Why not? Okay. Uh, number 12. The Miami Dolphins. I have the Raiders. Okay. Number... The, once again, it just comes down to the Dolphins are in a position to make the playoffs, and what a run they've been on. Oh, they, yeah. They're the only oh, team in yeah. history to go on and have a seven-game losing streak. And a seven-game winning streak in the same season. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty astounding. Um, number thirteen. All right, here's where we're probably going to have really big differences. Yeah, because they're in a position to make the playoffs, and it could change next week. The Philadelphia Eagles. Actually, they're not as far down as you would think. But my number thirteen, the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh, they the their losses the last few weeks. Hmm. The the second to worst team in the league, or third to worst, depending on where you where you land. We'll mm -hmm. get there in a second. One of the worst teams. They lost to the Lions. They did. That in and of itself costs you at least three spots. At least three spots. But with the division that they're in, just because they're top of their division and they are. No, I I, don't know. I can't do it. They okay. they have not looked like a division winning. They don't look like a division winning team the last two three weeks. Do you think that? The, no, I, I don't. Okay, I, I don't. They don't look like they deserve to do it. Um, the talent's there. I just don't know what's going on. I I, I can't explain it. Yeah, I, and, and I, my top fourteen ended with the 49ers. Um, fourteen. I have the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Let's let's go to fifteen. Just cause, fifteen, the bolts. Uh, fifteen is where I have the Eagles, actually. Okay. So you know, not bad. So, but here's the thing. Oh man, I could keep going about how terrible Arizona. If the talent is there, and the talent has proven itself already, there's only one place to look. The coach. I was drinking my water, folks. He said it, <laughs> not me. But but does that put does the way they've looked the last few weeks put Cliff Kingsbury on a bit of a hot seat? Or at least a, a warm seat. Maybe not hot, but one that somebody else has sat on for a couple of minutes too long, and you get there, and it's like, uh, this is a little warmer than I like it. It's I, I like it. It's not bad. But it's just, it's just that touch warmer than what I want it to be. I think it could, but I don't think it's to the point where if they, if they miss the playoffs, he's... He's going to be looking for a new job. He might, Ugh. he might have to look for some new coordinators. Yeah, and maybe maybe evaluate how they play their game. But I think injuries could be coming, could be playing a part. Cliff Kingsbury's seat right now is like when you go to a public restroom to take a dump, and <laughs> and you didn't know somebody had been there right before you, and the seat is still warm. Okay. That's what it is. That's a really weird analogy, but but I'll but you know it. it. But you know exactly what I'm saying, though. <laughs> like that, me explaining it that way, you yeah. you 100 understand it. Yeah, I it's do. Like ooh, I don't like this. Like it's one thing if like your wife was sitting was sitting down and she you guys went and, like you you took her seat when she got up mm -hmm. and her, her not necessarily the bathroom seat any seat not, yeah <laughs> just, no no not the bathroom seat but any seat yeah that's a little bit different. Because, you know, that's, uh, yeah, you know, it's my wife's. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. It's not bad. But when it's somebody, like, when it's the bathroom seat and you know somebody had just been there and you didn't know before you sat down, that is an uncomfortable, it's the uncomfortableness that I'm talking about. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Um, you want to get off the toilet yeah, seat. That, yeah, that's, that went way farther. Um, Only because we're in the north. Where did you rank the Vikings? Um... Yeah, so I have the Vikings at 19. I put them at 21. Not a bad spot. I am not disagreeing with either of those. The Bears? Number 24. I have them at 26. Okay. 
And uh, let's, let's go from – speaking of 26, let's just go right to 27. Carolina Panthers. Agreed. Okay. 28. The Texans. The Giants. Okay. 29. The Jets. The Jets. 30. The Giants. The Texans. 31. The Lions. The Lions. 32. Jaguars. Jaguars. Duval. I, oh man, they, those bottom four teams at least, I would say five. The bottom five. Mm-hmm. Is do you have any hope in the future? Looking at those teams right now, Jacksonville is gonna have to. Their next coach could really determine the direction that their franchise is gonna go. Yeah, but. It's almost like you, if you're going to take that job, you've got to have some guarantees that you're going to have two, much like Detroit, that you're going to have three years to where you're not going to be judged on the results, but more on the players that you're developing. Yeah. Cause there's, cause Urban Meyer brought in a specific skill set of players that he wanted and well, Urban Meyer is no longer there. Um, so there's going to be a little bit of a mess to clean up, maybe a culture, maybe having to build a culture, a new culture for that team, much like the, um, much like um, Dan Campbell's having to do in Detroit. Speaking of which, that's the next place I want to go. But let me give you some thoughts on, on Jacksonville. They have they have some decent talent there. They do. Mm-hmm. They've had a terrible situation this season. They did. Just a terrible situation. Um, which a lot of people said that this is what would happen. A lot of people said Urban Myers was just a terrible idea. Should have just rode off to the sunset and enjoyed that Fox money. But man, um, I thought it would work. Ooh, I see. I, I'm it, still it would need. He would need a couple of years to to get some footing on it, and I guess he just didn't get those years. We I, when we explained it, I explained it back when he got fired. And I think that this is where college is heading with the name, image, and likeness stuff happening soon. You can't treat guys that are making millions of dollars like you own them. Hmm. And that their their life depends on your... Even though it does, you can't treat them that way. So, um, okay. Uh, Detroit. We you, you brought up Detroit. You brought up Dan Campbell's change of his his personality, his the the culture of the team. They bought into the concept of a five year rebuild mm-hmm. this last year, trading away Matt Stafford, getting draft picks, getting doing what they're doing. They a hundred percent. This is the first time in our life that they've that it's felt like they've actually said no we're going to full on rebuild yes they've been a terrible team at times but they fought for the they they it, they very rarely have gotten really this bad this bad but even when they lost every game in a season they weren't they it, they had not committed to cuz they still had Matt Stafford they still had talent in places that you that yes you need the talent but you don't have enough around that talent to do anything with right now they don't have talent but they're fighting they're not giving up they're fighting right. through those games if they lose if they're losing close yep. they're they're very rare. they haven't really gotten blown out too many games this year no and and the other side of that is is that because they have no talent, they do have a lot of draft capital. And there are so many holes on that team that they don't that they can use the draft strategy of best player available. 100%. They don't necessarily because they have Jared Goff for 5, 3, 4 more years, they don't have to necessarily pick a quarterback in a quarterback thin draft of this year. No. They can say, "All right, best man, there wasn't a quarterback that we thought deserved a first round pick where we were picking." So, yeah. we're going to roll we're going to yep. roll with Jared Goff another year. Yeah, and and that's fine. And they can roll with Jared Goff and get all the pieces around Jared Goff to then replace Jared Goff when we with our ne- with whoever the next mm-hmm. massive star is going to be. And I'm okay with that. 
This is I. If I'm Detroit right now, feels like next. I think next year looks even better for you. The Bears are going to be without Matt Nagy. Mm-hmm. There is a very good possibility the Vikings get rid of Mike Zimmer. I agree. So there's instability on both of those. Can't count on much. And they're not. They didn't look great this year. I think both those teams have some great talent. Neither one showed it. Then you have the likelihood that the the number one quarterback right now leaves the team in the north. And Green Bay loses Aaron Rodgers. There's a very good possibility that that happens this offseason. More instability in the north. If you're the if you're the Lions, yeah, you're you're sitting at twelve or ten to the two, twelve, and one. But you add at least one extra divisional game to the bear. You add at least three three more divisional wins. If they only get three more divisional wins next year, they sweep one team, and they split with the other two. I think next year is the year that you'd want to have a top pick next year, though. Oh, yeah. No, I There's agree. There's going to be a quarterback for them to pick. I think I was listening 100% to agree. No. ESPN Radio. I think I was driving home from picking up dinner one night, and they were saying, well, is there a way for the Lions to just pass on this year, their draft pick this year, so they can have a top draft pick next year when there's a better quarterback class? I'm sure they, there's ways for them to do it. But either way, I, if I'm Detroit fans, I'm not worried at all. At least there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, you have yeah. hope. There is huge amounts of hope. That in year three of the Dan Campbell, yeah. Brad Holmes regime, you could be looking really good. They are sitting where the Browns were sitting three years ago. Yep. They came out of a long, hard rebuild, and yep. they made the playoffs. Yeah. And they've been a competitive oh. team since that time. Yeah. I am, if I'm a Detroit fan, I'm excited. I'm expecting great things in the next year. All right. Speaking of a little bit of the draft, because a lot of good top prospects were, yep. were playing in the semifinals matchups, um, Alabama beat the Cincinnati Bearcats 27-6. to Any surprise there? Um. The Bearcats got six. Okay, I, I, I'm surprised yeah. they were they were that into the game. All right, I mean the only thing that kind of surprised me with this game is that they started it at two thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, on a on on a Saturday on on a Friday. Yeah, on a Friday. The eve of New New Year's Eve. I understand you gotta you gotta have at least a week between games. Mm-hmm. But man, I would have done Saturday to Saturday, not Friday to Saturday. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it gets in the way of the kind of the New Year's Six Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I would have put the, both of these games in prime time, started doing one on Friday night and putting one on Saturday night. And if that means displacing which other game you're going to put in the seven o'clock time slot on a, as a New Year's Six, and they get moved, they get bumped to the previous night. Yeah then so be it. But at the same time, you don't want to, I don't think there were any other bowl games scheduled on Friday. So they wanted the entire attention on those two. I was just surprised. That I was they would working. Start a game. I was working during that game. I worked the entire game. I got home and you told me what the score was. And that's all I did too. I was kind of watching it on my phone because I'm not a college football fan. And I don't have ESPN folks. I don't have a way to, I don't watch it. I, I mean, there's, I have ways of watching it, but I'm not. I choose not to use those because it's not something huge. Uh, and then, friend of the show, David Hovinga, been on the show, mm-hmm. covered for you when you uh, you were out of town one week. Last no, year. no, no. We the three of us. Oh were yeah, on, we did it. Yeah, yeah. We're right. together. Yep. But um, but he his team made it to the to the final four. 
Michigan versus Georgia. Georgia winning 34-11 to 11 over Michigan. Yeah. Now, if Michigan had won, Michi- I was almost going to talk with you to see, all right, let's bring them on. Let's yeah. have a three. Let's let's have the third person in the booth so to give yeah. a more accurate preview. Yep. I You know, that's, yeah. Um, But, uh, man, that bummer for them. Yeah. Well, but it still well, was a great year. I mean, they made... They they made the playoffs. They beat Ohio State. They beat Ohio State. They won the Big Ten. Most years you'll take that. I think they're. I think the Michigan fans are happy this year. They weren't expecting it to come in and do all of that this year. You got to be thrilled. Okay, MLB news. We have two hirings to talk about. Buck Showalter to the Mets. Uh, like it? Love it? I like it. I like they're it. They're a win now team. He's a win now manager. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Mark Katze, yeah, hired by the A's yeah. to uh, take over Bob Melvin's seat. I believe he was the third base coach last year. Yep. So they stay in house. Okay. Uh, anything else in that realm that we need to talk about before we transition into our quick hits and then our year in review? Year yeah. in review. Let's go to the quick hits or year in review. Let's do year in review, and we'll ta- we'll stay on Major League Baseball. Um, they're 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 in a strike. They are. They're technically in a lockout. Strike doesn't happen until pitchers and catchers report. Mm-hmm. But they are in a lockout. Uh, no real news. Is it going to last until spring training? I think it will. Okay. Um, and then uh, on the big on the the major league uh, front, um, the biggest news for you and I, the Cubs have dismantled their core. Yeah, the only really real starters remaining, the really only three guy, key guys remaining from that 2016 World Series team, Kyle Hendricks, Jason Hayward, sadly, and Wilson Contreras. Yeah. Those are your big guys that remain from that starting lineup. Everybody else is gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, you can, Kyle Hendricks. Would you, I say Kyle Hendricks. Yeah. Well, David Ross is now the manager instead of the backup catcher. That's true. The once-a-day catcher. Man, I yeah, that's sad. Um, it, it was time. Yeah, I think it was the right move to make. But what, what they got for those guys and what they've done to rebuild, I don't feel confident in yet. I I think we got some good prospects. I think we got great prospects, but it's going to be another. You're not going to see. You're not going to see the results of those guys that you got, at least until maybe a year and a half. Does Grandpa lose his job? No, I don't think before before these prospects make it. I don't think so. You think that that David Ross is going to last five years? As long as Jeb Hoyer is still there, I think. Ross keeps the job. Uh, he just needs to we'll, keep them competitive. I don't know. I don't know if he'll keep his job. I don't know that the the fans will be happy waiting that much. I I'm see. happy either way. I love the Bears. I love the Cubs. I support them no matter what. But I don't know that stand that the Chicago fan base and the Chicago Chicago is also a hard place with media. They have a huge media there, and to face down that media, it's going to be a tough sell. I could see him. I could see the situation between Rick Renteria happening again. He was the guy that kind of. I kind of see maybe David Ross having the same situation that Quaddy and yeah. Renteria, but him, but instead of being two different managers, just being one to where he's the guy that might get year one when they start seeing the prospects start coming through. But, but if Buck Showalter's available or if, or somebody else becomes available, that's a better choice to take them to the next level. I could see David Ross being let go saying, well, thanks for getting us through the rough years. You got us here. Time for us to go get somebody that can get us to, to where we want to go. I, and I think that's, what's going to happen. So, um, speaking of that, um, let's get into who won what mm-hmm. in the year in review. Uh, we have two A's that uh, made the MLB World Series. Atlanta Braves. 
Mm-hmm. And the Asterix. Yeah. The Houston, I call them Asterix. You can call them whatever you want, Rich. They are the Astros. They're the Asterix. Okay. Um, but for those that don't understand why I call them that, they cheated. Two years ago. They still cheated. Okay. What, what will it take you to finally drop this? Is it you getting to attend a game and boo them? Yes. Or is it, yes. When, or is it when all the players that were involved in that World Series winning team being elsewhere? I don't even know if it's going to be that. I really don't. Um, and it has nothing to do with the team. Anymore, I have no pr- like honestly, the team probably I don't care. It's how the MLB treated the team. Okay. It, it, my problems with the MLB. So for some strange reason, Carlos Correa or Jose Altuve or Alex Bregman somehow for some strange reason the Cubs signed them. You'd still cheer them. You wouldn't be there to boo them in their in their cub when they're in a Cubs uniform and said. I uh, I might still yell out a F Altuve. Okay. I I don't, might, I don't, I don't at least that. the first time he's up to bat, I okay. might yell an F Altuve. Because I mean, there there are I have seen the MLB trade rumors saying that I, at least the the Cubs are checking in on Carlos Correa, and he was one of the guys on that team. Yeah, I I oh that would be rough on me. I would I mean he's a Cub, so I'll still support him. But again, I it'd be rough on me. Okay. Um, your Super Bowl champion was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Chiefs. Yep. Very early in the 21 sports year, but yep. it did happen. It happened in 2021. Uh, it was we, a good game. Yeah, it was a great game. It was awesome. Um, it, also in 2021, the L.A. in the bubble. In the bubble. In the bubble. Los Angeles beat the Heat. I don't know what the series was, but yeah. The, the, Four to two. Okay, the Lakers, LeBron James and company won the finals in the bubble. Uh, another bubble final was uh, the Lightning over the Stars. Yep. For the Stanley Cup. And Kyle Larson wins your NASCAR Cup. Mm-hmm. Good year. I like, I mean, all of the teams that won, uh, yeah, I don't like L.A. But other than that, all the other teams i I okay with. Especially to be, I mean, Tampa Bay is quickly becoming... Uh, 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 um, championship city. They really are. The being the Rays. They, yeah, the, the Rays, Rays have done really well. The 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 Lightning. Uh, if the Rays can get back this year into form, uh, this next year, if we have a season, yeah. Um, we also have some sad news to talk about. We do. And this one might take a little while. We might actually hit our hour mark. We're sitting at 47 minutes right now, and I wasn't sure if we were going to hit our hour mark. But we got to talk about the saddest thing to happen in the NFL since Junior Seau killed himself. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, this is the saddest moment since then. And that is John Madden passed away. For a generation of people, for two generations of people, Madden is football. For our parents, he was the voice of football. He is what made football on TV legitimate. Like, and it was he wasn't he didn't think it was legitimate, but what he did with Pat Summerall for all those years changed. The NFL entirely. They birthed. They birthed Fox NFL. NFL on Fox. They sure did. If it wasn't for those two guys on the on Fox, Fox on NFL on Fox probably isn't a thing right now. It is amazing what has happened there. The Telestrator. The the tell yeah. All of it. John Madden is changed the way that we view football. And he changed the way we play football for those of us not talented enough to do it on the field. Yes, with the with his creative input on creating a football video game that was actually accurate 11 on 11 football. You don't you don't say I'm playing NFL f- on Xbox 
or I'm going to play the an NFL. You say I'm playing Madden. I'm playing Madden. Madden has become a, a noun that refers to a video game as much as it refers to a man. And now you're even seeing references of that being made on telecasts. Yeah. When you see it being the in the Madden documentary, which if you haven't seen it. Oh my goodness. An hour I didn't... it's an hour and fifteen minutes well spent. You like watching it Christmas Day would have been amazing. I watched it last night for the first time, and it it might have been the fact that it was one in the morning when we put it on. Mm-hmm. And it might have been my baby wasn't going to sleep, so I was slightly already emotional. I, I'm not ashamed to say I cried watching that documentary and that final set of scenes on that documentary. I'm not ashamed to say I cried during that. Yeah, a little bit choked up. I... It, Watching, it was almost like watching. It was almost like a. He got to this watch his own funeral. Life. This is your life. He got to watch his own funeral. I don't know that. Personally, and this is going to sound slightly harsh to the family. I think John Madden should lie in state at the Super Bowl Hall of Fame or at the at the NFL Hall of Fame in Canton for a year. Let people visit and mourn over him because he means that much to the nation. And he deserves the equivalent of a state funeral that, and all the pomp and circumstance. But I don't know that they could have done a better job. They could do a better job producing a funeral than the statements that were made. On, for the documentary that aired Christmas Day, he dies three days later. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how... I mean, it'd be, it'd be interesting to know when he was watching that and reacting to it to know how... I mean, how long ago was were his segments taped where he was making live comments, reacting to what yeah. people were saying or making... Ref, or. He was still about, 85. Yeah. I mean, he it, it was done this year. It was done within the last few months. Like, man. It's sad. Uh, the NFL has said that they have asked all teams to take a moment of silence in week 17 for him. I, but yeah. I think you you, you, you got to admit uh, they're probably going to do something at the Super Bowl for him. Have to. Have to. I, he, man, I have been, I'm amazed at how, and and it, by uh, the way, folks, if you didn't watch it, if you haven't watched the documentary, watch it. Here's a couple of things. One, the amount that he does, he deserved to be in the hall of fame as a coach. The amount he deserves to be in the hall of fame as an announcer and the amount he deserves to be in the hall of fame for what he did for the video game. Easily, he could have easily gone in for all three as a contributor, as a coach, and as a broadcaster. You you can also make the argument that the nobody has made as big of an impact on the NFL as John Madden did. Period. Nobody. Can you come up with somebody? No. Not that big of an impact. You could no individually. You could probably make a case for right. Well, this so and so had a bigger impact as a broadcaster, or so and so had a bigger impact maybe I, as a coach. I don't know anybody who who Al Michaels, maybe the only person that that, that deserves to be in but the Al conversation. Done, did other broadcasting work? Yeah. John Madden is just known yeah. for his work as a football commentator. Yeah. Um, any of the other broadcasters you could point to while well, Joe Buck is called World Series games and Super Bowls and NFL games. Yes. John Madden doesn't. John that's Madden his doesn't calling do that. card. Yeah, that's all he does. And it was great. Uh, he talked about that he was an educator. Mm-hmm. Like his, he was a teacher. That was what his degree was in. And when when I look back at watching the NFL on Fox with him teaching the nation football 
when I see what he did in the game to allow you to learn play calling. If it wasn't for that game, would you know what a four six defense really is? No, not really. Would you know what a would you know the difference between a nickel package and a dime package? Probably not. If okay, if it wasn't for the game and his commentary on the NF on TV. By the way, I'm saying all this. Then you also look at the impact he had in, on the Raiders. You could make an argument that three of the spots in the NFL uh, Mount Rushmore all belong to John Madden. If you're making a Mount Rushmore, you could say what he did as a coach and his expressionness, how expressive he was as a head coach, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Or he deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore. You could definitely say in a different completely different way he deserves to be on Mount Rushmore as a commentator and you could say he deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore as a as for his video game Mm -hmm. three of the four spots on Mount Rushmore belong to to John Madden who do you put him for they probably have to be players but you yeah but John Madden, man. So I'm so, yeah, I am amazed at how awesome that documentary is. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Uh, We mourn for Virginia. We mourn for Joe and we mourn for Mike, his sons and wife. Um, We mourn with you guys and a nation mourns with them. Uh, Now Bears Nation has something to mourn as well. Not, Not just... The passing of John Madden, but of uh, Bears reporter. And didn't he play for the team? I'm not sure whether he played for the team, but he worked for ESPN as the Bears beat writer. Yeah. For the for the ESPN, but Jeff Dickerson. De- Jeff Dickerson died this week. Um, the, as- the sad part about that is he lost his battle with colon cancer, but he lost his wife the year before to cancer as well. Yeah. So his kids are probably... That's it's hard yeah. on the kids to leave, lose both a mom and a dad within a year. Yeah, yeah, that's so rough. And they were younger kids too, mm-hmm. aren't they? They were. So gonna be yeah. So uh, with that being said, I think our sports talk is done for the year. Yeah, or done for our year in review and all that. But we have one final thing that makes twenty one twenty one the worst year. In ages. Betty White died. Yeah. Betty White. Now I did see, and, it, and I'm not kidding, I think the best uh, statement on it goes something like, Betty, only Betty White, only Betty White can pass away in this way. A person whose comedic timing was always un, 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 unexpected unprecedented talent dies at the age of 99 and still leaves everybody wanting more. Yeah. People magazine just had to (sighs) leak their cover story of Betty White, how she made it to one, how she lives her life at 100. Yeah. How to make it to age 100. And technically she didn't make it. Man, it was three weeks, three weeks before her birthday. By the way, that's she, the type of cover story that you put out on the person's birthday yeah. and you don't leak the story. You don't leak it. By the way, just in case something like this happens, Betty White, an Illinois native. Really? Yeah. OK. Born in Oak Park, Illinois. Mm. So um, with all that being said, I hope you had a blessed Christmas and this year blesses you even more. Uh, folks, we are so thankful for you to join the ride with us on the podcast. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, go ahead and li- give us a uh, give us a subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Uh, let's make 2022 the year balls and six takes off. Uh, so we want you to 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 rate us if you're on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star rating. We do our best every week. Um, if you want to let us know how how we're doing. 
check us out on our Facebook page. You can comment on the videos. If you comment on the videos during the week, we will read it as a shout out. Mm-hmm. If you comment it live in show, where we try to do it about every week at about 1030 in the morning is on Saturday mornings is our goal. We're not always perfect. I mean, we're still here at, a, at 1246. We didn't start but an hour ago. And if you watch us on YouTube, give us a subscribe, leave a comment, anything to help that out build that algorithm to get uh, us into your newsfeed, get us into your regular. Tell us here if you're watching us on YouTube, comment, give us a like, give this video a like first. Second, what I want you to do in the comments below, in the comments below, let us know your favorite John Madden memory. Okay, John Madden memory. Rich, I'm expecting you to do it too. I'll try. Expecting. I should. Let's get the your favorite John Madden memory, um, and and we'll share some of those next week uh, on the U- from the YouTubes. Okay. Um, Rich, let's roll the outro. I got a shout out for you first. Oh, I okay. About that, yeah. My uh, my youngest um, nephew Reed ha- uh, had his birthday. Okay, happy birthday, Reed! I think he's one and a half, or t- he's two. two? He just turned two. Happy birthday, Reed. Folks, we will see you next week at the normal time. And we'll be separated, Mm -hmm. but we'll still be together. God bless you. Let's roll that outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich.